Hello and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You are here with your hosts, Georgia Garlic and... Mark Garlic. And we are back. Back after quite a while. Back with a vengeance. Really? We're just having a bit of a chat today. Yeah, we've uh, had a bit of a hiatus, but we've been quite busy... Very busy. Um, so that's <laughs> why you haven't. I don't think uh, anybody will us. ever tell you that you're not busy. Do you know what I mean? There's just something in us as humans where we just have to constantly yeah, tell people busy. that we're busy. We we actually have been quite busy in the sense of general terms, and that's why the podcast has not been around for a couple of weeks. But it's back. We're here. Obviously, George has those... uh, been to Milan, which has been quite interesting. So, well, what other things have been quite yeah, interesting? Yeah, I, uh... I went to Milan and I left my husband unaccompanied for two days. And what did you eat? Not very... Not... So, the first day, because <laughs> there wasn't that much uh, in terms of supplies, I just Okay, kind I'm of... just going to interrupt now. I did say to Mark, are you sure that maybe before I go away for a couple of days that you don't want me to, you know, buy food in or sort out, you know, something for when I, you know, so you can feed yourself. He was like, no, no, I'll sort myself. I then get a WhatsApp literally three hours after me being away from Mark and he's eating French fries cooked from the freezer, tuna mayo, cheese. Delicious. Like. (laughs) Delicious. That is the most classic male meal when you're unaccompanied and then Mark swallowed that down with a lot of chocolate didn't you yeah I didn't have the most like nutritionally balanced uh day to start off with I think I Mark was put quite it emotional. down to stress eating stress eating because his wife had I love him. chips though so any chance to to have some chips um yeah I'm I mean Mark would literally, like, I haven't eaten mashed potato in ages because yeah, Mark just refuses chips. to eat mashed potato. It's not like I refuse to eat it. It's just You do. Every time choice. you look at me and you're like, oh. And I'm like, what, Mark? And you're like. It's just chips or I just think chips I prefer so chips. chips or roast potatoes or. I think I redeemed was... myself on the, the second day, though. So, yeah, first day wasn't, <laughs> didn't go according to plan, which was obviously stick to my calories and be a good boy. It kind of went pear-shaped. Uh, Georgia, and then you awake at like 3 a.m. with heartburn. Yeah, Georgia generally tells me that I shouldn't be eating certain things. That's it. Rightfully so, obviously. You keep me no, I don't tell you not so. to eat things. Can you just no, like, like, I tell you not to eat things at certain at, times. Yeah, like like don't think that 10 a.m. is okay to have a Kit Kat. Like exactly. push it past after you've actually eaten something. Yeah, Mark. something more nutritious. So basically unsupervised, I went a bit ham and I just ate, raided the chocolate uh, cupboard no, I mean, early. No. And I mean, just, I had a lovely uh, time. I was in Milan, um, for those that want to know and be nosy as to why I was in Milan, because like me and Mark are never apart. So um, I feel like everybody, like people were messaging me and they were like my mother. So. Oh, like your mum. Like, so I feel like, like everybody was messaging me, like my mum was messaging <laughs> me. <laughs> my, my family basically messaging me just like... Saying that, oh, we're divorced. Oh, you're on, oh, you're on your own. And it was like... <laughs> 
It's like I was handicapped. I'm not going to lie. Like your mum like doesn't, doesn't like any of my shit when we are not together. Like, so it's always got to be when me and you are together. If I was Yeah, single, my mother's ride or die though. Ride or die. Yeah, you think that your mother would stick by you if you molested children. Oh my God. You did say Why? that the other day. We said that in a murder case or something like where you did something really fucked up like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, whether he didn't or not, molest children. He murdered the people. Mark, there was children there. Like, you can call a child anything under the age of 16. Didn't he I fucking I think there murder? will always be, you know... So you think that if you that... were Jeffrey Dahmer, that your mother would stay by you? My parents would be nowhere no. No, not that they stay <laughs> by you, but it's like a parent will always, to a certain degree, have some level of feeling. No, I don't towards... think so. Not some... everybody. Like, <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's a vast majority. I think my mum my, my wouldn't even say bye. She'd just be gone. <laughs> there would be no... no... Your mother's very supportive. Oh, and, what? So uh, she'd be supportive that I just murdered and, like, cut up a I think she people. probably would, though. Your mother's also a pretty ride or die. I know. I, in a situation like that, when I'd done something like that, absolutely no way would she be supportive of that. Do you not think so? No. I think... Carol no, nobody's going to be supportive and go out of their way and be like, you did a really good thing murdering all those people. But well, because they are your mother or father or whatever, they might, you know, like, still well, tolerate Well, long story you. short, you think you're, I think your mother would stand by you more in those weird situations than my mum would. Morally my mum would. wouldn't like... You know when you see those people in, like, the newspaper and they're walking to court and then you see the parents behind them even though their children have, like, murdered somebody? Yeah. Like, I don't think my parents would be there. Like, like no. I don't... I wouldn't be if I'd had a child either. Somebody... I'd be like, yeah, bye. I don't want to have my face all over the news. Yeah, but some people... I feel They're like not, you Zimbabweans are like not, really loyal though. I don't it's think not, us uh, British It's are. not that you like, whenever I was naughty, my mother would never condone that behaviour and would <laughs> you like beaten up. go up to, like if I was done something naughty and got away with it, she would go up to the school and then tell all the teachers and the headmaster so we'd get in trouble. So you'd say your mum's actually a snitch. So if you had done kind something... Kind of a, she is a kind <laughs> of a snitch, but she also, you know, she, she is pretty right to die. So anyway, moving from ride or dies, because um, Mark's not dead yet. Um, yeah, so basically everybody messaged me and asked me if I was basically going to survive for 48 hours. I just get the hint that like when we're not when we're apart, people actually think we've broken up. Like genuinely, that's what I think your mum thinks when I post things about you. Um, trust me, it's like honestly, like one of the people that likes my stories, like when it's you, always a like. When it's just me, never a like. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, but that <laughs> no, would I was, be the um, case with most uh, in-laws, though. Do you know what I mean? What the fuck? I think my my mum would like a photo of you without me in it. I don't think she has, though. I don't think she has. No, Jane's not a prominent one on yeah, the social likes. It's not like she um, doesn't not see it. Yeah, no, for fuck's sake, Jane. You know. This is a fucking alert. Please, can you like our Instagram post, the algorithm? Maybe she likes Alex's like stuff that. because maybe she likes him more. Um, no, I wouldn't agree with that. I think Alex isn't a married part of the family yet, to be honest with you. So, as we always say in our family, until they're married, then what are they? Mm. Um, yeah, but no, I was um, talking of marriage, actually. Yeah. The reason I was in Milan is that... Um, a client asked me to be her bridesmaid, which I have to say at first I was quite surprised by because 
I've been invited to many a client wedding. We mm. have been to many clients' yeah, weddings all over the world. And it's like, it's pretty cool to go to. And especially when you've been like a massive part of somebody's life, mm. I guess, in the sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I've never actually been asked to be a bridesmaid by yeah, a client. So this was uh, a first. Um, so, you know. yeah, I was, I was taken to Milan. It sounded like I was accosted. I wasn't. Obviously, I willingly went. Like, <laughs> Um, and um, we had dress fittings, um, but not just random shitty dress fittings. We're getting dresses actually made for us. So it was pretty cool in Italy because, you know, it's like fashion houses and did, it's all uh, one with fashion. Did you say ciao to anybody? Um, I actually came at one with Grazzi. Um, Gra- oh, <laughs> no, sorry. Grazzi. Grazie. <laughs> grazie, grazie. And actually, sometimes I actually said it, even though they were speaking English to me, I said grazie because I thought oh, grazie, grazie. There's nothing cringer than people trying to speak like actually, you know. Well, how well did you do in France when we went, Mark? Oh, it's just Bonjour, like you're sitting there, you're like, dirty. Yeah, uh, two pan uh, raisins, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> Can I have de hot chocolate? <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> you may as well not even bother and they're like Sava. i don't even know what that means no commerce bonjour commerce yeah. that's Sanesh commerce bonjour oh, Sava. how are you that's what it is you mix it yeah you, you oh, sorry like, it's because i'm bilingual mark bi- literally <laughs> grazie Sava, commerce you know it's cool. just come wrong it runs yeah. off the tongue honestly yeah, just... Um, that's one of the okay, things so I you, really wish you I left, was. Uh, you left the United Kingdom and you went to... Heathrow was just unbearable. It's it was because it was a Thursday and it was just like everybody going away for a long weekend. And How many police were there when we oh got God, there? Oh, God, we arrived. It I generally was... thought it was like the Hunger Games outside. It was, it was intense. Scary. And then my mum and dad actually flew out the day afterwards to go to South Africa and... I asked my mum, I was like, was the airport like somebody was about to drop a bomb in there? And she was like, no. So maybe mm. they were waiting for somebody. When, as maybe a British, it was me they were waiting as a, for. <laughs> as a British person, when you see the police, how do you feel? Like sometimes, I'm not going to lie, when I drive, I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, I don't want to lose my licence. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's like, you know what I mean? They'll just find something on you, won't they? That, yeah. I've been pulled over once. But, but are you, when you see the police, do you feel scared? Uh, no, because half of them look like they couldn't even run after me if they tried. Do you know what I mean? I really I would know, say that needs to be a I bit better. Whenever I see the police, I, I get very nervous. Because Do you? I think the female police yeah. officers that I've met are very um Whenever you abrupt. used to see the police in Zimbabwe, you used to just... Yeah, because they just take your shit away and you, you couldn't just... do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bye, okay, bye. Oh, in the UK, they're like, sir, madam. Don't stop. I, my dad and I got into a car chase with the police. And the guy pulled out a gun and pointed it at me at the at the, at the traffic lights. And they would have killed you, though. Maybe and my not. father my father just said, drive! And I drove through there and it was like a, like a rally car in my 1.4 Oh, my God, you never Corsa. told me this. What the fuck? How is this coming out on a podcast? You were yeah, in a rally. Me. What, are you fast and furious? No, the guy, Even the dogs we, drove through, we drove through a police roadblock because my father was like, just drive because I was in a South African registered car that I'd purchased whilst I was at university. And we drove through uh, amber red light, uh, amber light, oh, which in like Zimbabwe. Story. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> you drove through a rival. You're so rude. <laughs> it wasn't even like you were running You're away so from rude. someone. You just got in the car and by mistake went through a traffic light wrong. But the yeah. thing in the UK, you'd have to do more than that to get pulled over. 
But then we saw somebody get pulled over outside our house the other day and he full on went at the police officer. There was a full of punch up. I even videoed it. I was going to put it on it social media. It wasn't that exciting. It was quite boring. Well, you didn't see it. It was like a peaky blinder outside. I Don't fucking that. lie. You were like out the window like, oh yeah, mate. Like commentating. Yawning. Yawning? Yeah. Well, anyway, like, let's just not pretend that you didn't nearly not survive I can't believe you just off-railed my story and said it was boring. Well, I just feel like it was just going through a robot. Well, did you have a gun pointed at you? No. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I've only been arrested once. Um, and that was and being drunk deserved. and disorderly. Yeah, it wasn't being drunk and disorderly. So. It was actually due to the people I was around who were just yobs oh. in general. Do you know what I mean? Oh Shouldn't have probably been what happens if someone's people? watching this and you just call them a, a they yob? Need, they need to know. What is a yob? Um, like uh, a... Somebody that my grandparents probably wouldn't approve of. <laughs> like somebody with an ASBO. Antisocial an behaviour. I thought that was a car. And, oh, God. Do you like know what I mean? a, That's African of you. Like a Ford Fiesta. No, if you've got an ASBO, it's something doesn't mean you've got fucking Astra, Vauxhall Astra. That being said, anybody that drives a Vauxhall Sophia can't drive. But um, that was that's just... such a hectic. No, statement. it's not a hectic statement. I don't. Honestly, I've seen so many people drive like maniacs in Vauxhall Sophia, including taxi drivers. Do you I've think seen. people drive better in the UK than as opposed to Cape Town? Well, you know what? I will. I will admit. I was, I've, I've always been quite a cocky driver, cocky enough to crash after I passed my test and like ruin my car. Um, but then I think Cape Town, there was something about, you know what it is in Africa? I feel like Cape Town's such like, it's the most, it's such a prestigious part of Africa, you can't really compare it. But yeah, it's like I, I do feel Africa like. Africa light. Sometimes you look at other people on the road, you think, how the fuck are you driving? And mm. Africa is one of those places where you're like, oh, my God. Like, I don't believe that in Africa, if you had a car crash, that one would stop and, like, share insurance details. I think you'd just be fucked. And so my confidence of driving on motorways in Africa became less. Even though here, I just feel like here people are more courteous in a way, aren't they? Yeah, like, they'll be like, oh, goodness, please, like, can I have your insurance? Or please, can we go, like, settle yeah. this separately? Or, you know what I mean? But Just generally, like, even just letting people in front I don't think of half the people stuff. have actually got licenses in Africa. That's the thing so i'm like if you needed to source some of these people Especially i don't think the taxi you would. drivers exactly Remember how bad the taxi drivers were so then i was like i kind of stopped driving like long distance in cape town so like i can't really comment on the roads i only used to drive around the city center the minute it went onto the highway i was like mark you can drive i mean i was like that when i got to the uk actually back driving but i've got over my fear now yeah you 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 do half of the, the driving which is yeah because but I do we keep on having arguments about backseat driving at the moment I think we're equally as bad as each other Mark okay do you know what the one of the I don't even I actually I'll say this is the most annoying thing Mark puts my indicator on for me yeah especially when you do haven't you know put it on do you know how fucking annoying that is yeah, but do you know how annoying it is when somebody doesn't put the indicator on before they Mark actually... indicates like four times around a roundabout. Nobody has time to see where you're going in different directions. Yeah, well, it's like to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right. Crashed, crashed the car Mark, you've been in a car chase. I wouldn't be proud of this. Yeah, There's and a lot I got of things away. in your life I wouldn't be and proud of. And I got of. away. Sorry? I got away. I got away because I I'm a away. fucking... Yeah. I am... 
Like, what's I'm his name? Got skills. I'm what's, not Danny basically, DeVito. Who's no the person Danny in Fast DeVito. and Furious? Vin Diesel. I'm <laughs> like Jason Bourne, but like. You fucking wish you were like somebody like that. I, I think mean, I think sure. after me being away, although Mark did manage to cook himself a lamb yeah, roast. Yeah, the second day I redeemed myself. With I get a... this text and I'm obviously out, like I'm very busy. And let me just repeat oh, this. Yeah, I was out busy. all day. I was very busy. Mark says to me, do we have flour on WhatsApp? Yeah, and I'm like, oh just... God, this is when the gravy's going down. Yeah, the gravy was... And then uh, I told him, no, we've to only improvise. got corn flour and he actually puffed inside. I was like, at what point have you even know how to make gravy? <laughs> I was watching it on YouTube. Oh my god, did you actually? Yeah. yeah. Like like this last weekend you watched it on YouTube. Yeah. That's kind of cute in a weird way, but also yeah. like I watched you not it on YouTube. That? I did I did all the steps that the uh, lady did. Mark specifically went to Tesco because they have giant Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. Giant Yorkshire puddings, roast uh, lamb with roast potatoes. No vegetables, no though, vegetables. other than no fucking vegetables. No, if you don't, if no I don't vegetables. cook them, you just don't eat them. Chocolates pre and post. <laughs> pre and post, because your wife's not there to tell you, like, at times is yeah, when you can was, eat, yeah. eat them or not. But I enjoyed a nice lobster pasta. You did. That looked delicious. Um, what else did you see? That actually, was... no, to start, I had salmon tartare. I, I sound like my grandma. My grandma used to, like, go over photos of what she did on a holiday. Mm. Um the original food blogger. The original food blogger, yeah. Karen, Pam's digital camera. Um, yeah. No, I had salmon tartare, which was also really nice. What um, were the options? Uh, oh, there was just too many, Mark, to be quite honest with you. It was a very nice place that looked over the cathedral in Milan. Mm. Um, and then I had lobster pasta. Um, I didn't eat one bread basket. That's but I was actually trying to still be vaguely on track. And I would say I completed that. Yeah, you can. But back. not on my protein. Italians yeah. can't really eat protein that much. Oh no, that's such a fucking lie. I ate that's... really good steak. And yeah. I actually came back to Mark and I said, This is a big statement, but I think that's the best steak I've ever eaten. And I've lived in Africa, and that's a big statement. That is quite a big statement. Um, but it was very, very good beef. I guess Italian people really pride themselves on their. That you'll uh, see food. this, like you'll go to like, because we, I was obviously taken to very nice places. Yeah, sorry, I will, I'm sorry, I just like to tell enough. you that I am very important. Um, but there was businessmen that when the, you know, that were coming for lunch, and they like eat like, <laughs> like a whole plate of ham, mm. like you know the dried ham. Sounds hams, good. And then they'll have like a risotto, like a couple of glasses of wine and espresso, and then go back to work. But like, they, it's not. I guess meat-wise, unless you're eating steak, which was Argentina, wasn't Italian. Like, but surely the cow... It's like pasta Is it imported sure. beef from Argentina, or is it... Yeah, it's imported. Just in a, an Argentinian restaurant with Italian products. Mark, don't speak to me like I wasn't, you I'm, know... No, I'm, I think asking, that I'm asking you a question. I'm not It was to, actually um, imported in from Argentina. From Argentina. Yeah. And it tasted like it as well. Um, and it's just the fact that you're envious of the fact you weren't there eating it. Yeah, I that wasn't. You can I was eating like tuna that. and chips and mayo. tuna and McCain's chips that have been in the fridge for about six months. That right. Point one: I've never kept anything in the freezer for longer than three months because you know I'm anal about things like this. I've actually got. I've diagnosed myself with it. What is it? What Mark? have you got? I'm, I don't like touching frozen things. Oh, chirophobia. Chirophobia. 
Yeah, I don't know if this is actually a thing, but I've got I've really got an issue with it. So any time I have to like rearrange anything in a freezer, like it's got to be at the ultimate like distance apart. I hate the sound of like iced things. This yeah. is why I won't be able to go skiing again, or I won't be able to go ice skating. Well, I guess it's would be like anywhere. I hate the sound of like a spoon or like a fork hitting your teeth. Specifically, my teeth, or no, just oh, in <laughs> No, just in general. You would have hated it when I had a tongue ring in then, because I used to rub that between the front tongue of my teeth, and my so mum and dad tacky. used to look at me in disgust after yeah, paying so for my braces. I. So would I. Tacky. Oh, do you know what? You were tacky as a child tacky. as well. You were tacky. You were only tacky. You didn't even own a toothbrush when we met. I have an excuse to be... Oh. <laughs> you were lucky you looked okay, because Jenny... I don't know how I even accepted that. Uh, don't laugh. You're like, ha, 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 ha. It's yeah, true. I was going to say very, because uh, I know certain people listen to this, I was, I'm going to be respectful, but you were uh, I, moist is the word. How could you describe me as moist? Sweaty, do you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> you honestly like to compliment yourself so much. It's unbelievable. Says the one that used Thirsty. my toothbrush for like at least three months yeah, and I didn't even realise. That's these when kind you know of that you just don't If we're count. kissing all the time, then why can't we, you know, with tongue? I think, then why, stop, can you um, stop saying that? Like, what are you, like, then why six can't years we old use talking? A, tongue, with why tongue, can't we? <laughs> with tongue, do you know what I mean? Why can't we use each other's toothbrush? Tongue doesn't happen now with tongue, do you know what I mean? That tongue can be, s- no. <laughs> With tongue is the worst saying. French kissing. Stop it. Why is it French? Passionate kissing. Passionate kissing. With vigour. Oh, how things have changed. Next year we would have been married for five years. Doesn't feel like five years. Oh, okay. It feels Feels like 20 because it's a real ball and chain to my life. Um, (laughs) Some would say a handbrake. (laughs) What? What? Yeah, but you can still do a handbrake turn. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what we need to be talking about as anything to So do. what else did you eat apart from los- lobster pasta and steak? Did you have Tortellini. breakfast items? Um, eggs and so- salmon, Mark. Ooh, what um, was the salmon like? Was it super salmon-y or was it... No, actually, luckily it wasn't super salmon Do you like either. super salmon-y salmon? Do you know what I mean? No, by that? I don't really like oily fish no. that much. Like the idea. Like of I like, sa- like I do like salmon, fish. but when it's like super salmony, then it's, I'm not too keen. I think coming from a Jewish family, I have been accustomed to very good smoked salmon. Mm, the salmon, and your I feel like the cheaper variations is. are the ones that are salmony, 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 and the more I'd never eaten taste, salmon until I moved to the UK. Well, where would you find a salmon in Zimbabwe? Swim they normally me up come from fucking Norway. Or actually, no, they don't. They come from Scotland as well. Scottish smoked salmon. Yeah. But specifically, if you're part of the a Jewish family, your my grandma's always only ever sourced the best salmon. They won't eat shit salmon. So, like, yeah, if it is smoked salmon, that's oily, oily. I just don't like it. Same with mackerel. I'm not interested. Sardines. The, the anchovies s- the um salmon your grandmother gives us is yeah next top level notch. top notch it's because it's from a really nice place in london um a place which is just probably not a place you would normally buy smoked salmon but um yeah no i would say in general 
Uh, salmony salmon is not something, but I do like salmon tatar if it's raw salmon. Shashimi. Shashimi. What's that stuff I ordered at that one place that I instantly regretted? Tarine. Yeah, oh, no. It sounded delicious. That wasn't salmon, Tarine. What was that cat food if it was it salmon? Was pork terrine. It did look like cat food, that one of those like Sheba tins just on the plate, upside down. Disgusting. Pork terrine. That was like a really nice restaurant, though. That was a yeah. I that, double porked a pork Tom's starter and pork was, main, and ended up yeah. And that's when you know you've got Ill. diarrhea for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, high fat, high fat meals. Like I'm not even talking like going for like a burger, <laughs> like in a sense of like, oh, I'm going to have a Five Guys. Like if you eat like too much mm. cheese, like I'm talking like the other day we had. Mm. In fact, thinking about it, what extreme we took ourselves to. Avocado, bacon, cheese, chicken. What was the other thing than that? Rookie, schoolboy era. Bacon. Did I just say that? You know you've eaten too much fat. It was a salad. And honestly, my stomach was like, no. no, no. (laughs) You you know you've eaten too much fat when you wake up about to vomit. (laughs) Instantly from, from deep sleep. From deep sleep. Mark sometimes done that. It's just because he overeats. Just literally. just. This is not a healthy conversation. No. To no. But I will say, like, having had a salad, like, I don't know, like, it's just diet, high dietary fat because it's just so slow in your digestion. I like, guess we've been so consistent with our Oh, with yeah, our here we go again. Food. I'm so consistent. We have been. And yeah, I we just have, think really, that it is what been. it is. Like, we've been very consistent. And then when you obviously deviate off the... The regular yeah, schedule. like you do really struggle. Like I, I struggled when I went away just to like because I'm so used to having like quite a high protein target. Yeah, you know, and like loads of vegetables and yeah, you volume. just don't eat that. Like, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Italian food. I would eat it if it if mm. we had no nutrition in this world, didn't even make a difference. I would eat Italian food all the time. But yeah. like sometimes you're like, where can I have some tender stem broccoli? So, yeah, I just wondered the way you kind of do it yourself. What would be your favourite meal, though? This is a hard question. Yeah, this is a really tough question. Um, It kind of varies from, you know, day to day, depending on what mood you're (laughs) in. If you're like, hey, right, so here we go. Back to you are Jeffrey Dahmer. You're on fucking life sentence. You're not killed in prison. And Carol's there saying, Mark, what do you want for your last meal? Um, Oh, geez. (laughs) I would... It's such a it's such a difficult question. I would probably maybe start off with some like variation of oats. What? I'm really enjoying As a three oats. course meal. Yeah, 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 starting off with oats. Why do you have to be so different? I'm talking like a starter, Mark. Oh, like, you I'm so sorry. Okay, my last. Okay, death, fine. My death row <laughs> meals now. You've just feet. eaten oats in prison probably every day because you'll get some sort of shit fucking like yeah, porridge. Oats. No, one like nice oats with uh, Biscoff spread, crunchy. Oh I really like that. Mark eats that every uh, day. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then, oh, geez, I don't know. I'd probably go with a, maybe a surf and turf or a combination of like a chicken snitchel slash steak. <laughs> Ask for two mains, maybe. No, you can only have one. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I'd... I'd Try and get two, but I'd um, <laughs> try and negotiate my way into that. But I would probably just go with steak, and it would be a, f- a fillet on the bone. 
fillet on the bone with truffle yeah. butter. Yeah, something like that with a little bit of ketchup, some chips. Ketchup just fucking ruined Love it. Love a bit really. of chips. Um, chips. Maybe some bone marrow, garlic bone marrow would, would also go down. And then... Um, <laughs> no vegetables. Chili, uh, chili, chili fried uh, tender stem. You know, like... Um, chili fried tender stem. With garlic. Gar- yeah. Well, now you've got garlic, bone marrow, and yeah, loads garlic. of garlic. Well, you're, you're going to be killed anyway, so you're going to go down <laughs> smelling like garlic. Um, and then dessert-wise, jeez, I don't know. I would probably go as like cake or a pastry or something. But a pastry, cake. really? Is that the, is that honestly or maybe a variety of pastries. a donut? Maybe no, probably cake. Either like a whole cake. A, um, hummingbird cake, red no, velvet. No, not hummingbird. Flavor Town, cake. Flavor Town cake, yes. which is half red velvet, half no, Oreo. No, what's that lady's cake that we had the other day? Remy's. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that was introduced yeah, by a client yeah, of ours. Yeah, that's, Remy's. That's, if anyone listens to this in London, fuck mm, if you can get your hands on a Remy's mm, cake. Now she's massive, though. She's expanded hugely. In fact, you can like get It's like banana her with like, chocolate. Oh, it was so good. You know, there's delivery services around London. Um, Zap, try Zap, whatever it is. You can now get her cake on Zap. That's probably deadly. Though, Highly if you live recommend, in yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, Remy's cakes are that banana. No, because yeah, you can make your own one. banana cake. It's banana. Oh, my God, it's un unbelievable um with and you can put like reese's pieces in it or like nutella and and actually remy set this up years ago because it was a Mm. client of mine about five fuck is it five no four years ago four years ago um when we were in london who actually first originated was friends with them and that was remy yeah she was he was he was friends with remy and then in came a cake, and then the cakes didn't stop for a while in the gym. Yeah, the they were, were so good. Oh, the moistest. Oh, that word. We said moist twice and yeah. three times. Uh, I think that's what my... Um, with I mean, ice With cream. a Diet Coke, yeah. With a Diet Coke, with yeah. ice, lemon. Yeah, or maybe a variety of No, no, of specifically needs to be McDonald's ice Coke, very, very smart. Very, 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 very fizzy. Very fizzy. I like it. Because... Very, um, that is one of the reasons why I'll ever go to McDonald's. Well, you just go, you know, because if you're going to go out, you're going to go out swinging, you get full cream milkshake, milkshake and then shake shake yourself and whilst you have a lethal injection. Yeah, <laughs> like, shut yourself. They're like, um, sir. Like, Ruin everybody's day. Instead of it going into your blood, just go straight through your digestive system and just yeah. shake yourself. <laughs> so Mark's yeah. going out smelling a garlic and shitting himself from a milkshake because I can assure yeah. you, you know, most people's stomachs cannot withstand like a heavy milkshake no. like I don't believe it even if you're not no. dairy intolerant no if you go in like a couple Full of bread on. baskets with butter milkshake <laughs> ice cream at the end good luck <laughs> yeah you know good luck I mean? to all of the partners supporting that as well like um, that time we, we went on holiday to Cape Town where there was a bit of a an accident. An accident. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me tell you because this is such. We this was such this no no no. Tell you, this was one of our first holidays together. It was our first holiday. Was it together. our first? I think so. No, it wasn't our first. It was our second. Wasn't our it? second holiday together. And funny enough, just back in fucking Cape Town where we just seemed to have been for so many years. But we went to Cape Town and we were in an Airbnb, weren't we? Yeah, Green And And um, Mark, we'd arrived and the first night we'd gone down and we'd had like a mega meal. Like yeah, I'm we, talking we... like 
three we courses. We took advantage of the exchange rate and went to the waterfront and was at that really. Well, we ate. I think on average, I think we had at least five bread baskets because it was I that forgotten bread. When me and Mark can in. eat, we can fucking eat. And that's in. why I was morbidly obese. Um, like, literally, like, I've still sometimes got it in my brain. And you're like, excuse me, please, can I have some more bread and just keep yeah. on Yeah, and then it it's free the baskets. Stop. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So you're just like, fuck, like, let's go at it. Yeah. So we'd had the bread. Then we had, like, a number of things. It must have been, like, me. Couple starters. Yeah, everything like that. And then ice Biltong, cream. You know, biltong starter. Uh, Bourrevos, a whole bunch of no, we had like, chocolate fondant from dessert. Fuck, I remember that. Oh, was yeah, really we good. ate pretty much everything on the And menu. Mark couldn't even do a shirt up at the end of it. And um, then the next day, I'm in the shower. How the fuck? How did I even know? And I come into the bedroom and Mark's stripping the sheets. Like, yeah, you just got he's it. just taking the sheets off of the bed. And I'm like, babe, we've only been here for like a day. Why are you taking the sheets off? Like, the I've cleaner will come and do handed. that. And then Mark was like, well... <laughs> There's no way. You can't hide it. What are you going to say? I, got I a... just shut the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark, literally like a fucking animal, literally yeah. had, sh- had let one clearly slip. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when you fart, oh. you just fall No, through. Mark, do you know what I mean? I really hope the majority of men listen to this because some women won't be able to listen to this. They'll be like, I oh know, my God, that's but grotesque. It's, it's, yeah, but it happens to everybody, okay? So. I think I was very nervous ever about pooing in front of Listen, Mark. we're all going to get to an age at some point in Where our somebody's life when wiping we're 90 years old, we're yeah. going to be shitting ourselves. So you may as well just get some practice. No, somebody was wiping your ass whilst you... Yeah, that's even worse. At least I could wipe my own ass. Oh. But, um, no, you didn't. You wiped all over the sheets, Trevi. <laughs> it's not my proudest of moments. But... And that was like, literally, we'd only been together for probably fucking six months. I would say we were still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah, and then I fell out the shower and, <laughs> oh and broke the toilet. <laughs> it cracked the toilet and all. Oh, my God. I broke it off the wall. Those... <laughs> and then I message the guy on Airbnb and take her, send the picture and be like, bro, the no, old toilet's it, come no, off. No, for context, it was one of those, I hate showers and baths, but like, I get why it's a convenient source of space, but there was one of those shower curtains. <laughs> 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 and Mark literally just fucking was curled up in a ball, like, naked, like covered in water. <laughs> The shower curtain open. <laughs> oh, God. I just cracked the fucking toilet in the Airbnb. I don't think we got our deposit back. No. By the looks of it, Mark. No. Mark had to do some dry cleaning and some handyman work. Um, no, I broke the toilet. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Hit and that's why you don't put your credit card down in a hotel. Um, yeah, you don't. You just don't, <laughs> don't overdo it on the first night when it comes to eating. Yeah, like... You know what I have to say, though, because I'm so used to, like, obviously, as you're saying, like, eating at the moment, obviously, I've been very on track, and the results are showing, um, which can only get better from here. Who knows yeah. what next year's going to bring. Um, mm. But I, my stomach doesn't, like, I'm very set in routines. Like, I obviously eat, like, chocolate on a day-to-day basis, and, like, I don't really eat that much rich food. Like, no, I just don't, like... And then when I do, oh mm. God, do you know what I mean? It's when the jeans just or fucking the, inflate. Or when you do fine dining. 
Oh God, the foam mm. that gives you fart mm. stress. The smears, <laughs> the smears, and you don't think it's really much, but it's... And then you're in the car and suddenly your stomach like, that was just... a lot, Joey. Yeah. That was not a lot of food for me to take, but that was a lot for you to digest. And now we're going to play games. All the random <laughs> shit that you eat like a... I don't like fine dining. Like... It sounds very pretentious. I've been taken to many nice fine dining restaurants. I just think, oh, what's it's the fucking so point? It's so long. And if I'm standing, standing there, they're like, this desiccated coconut. It's just like, I didn't even get whatever. coconut. It was like a foam of a jus of a pomme de pomme la 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 da da drip da da la la like literally and then you're like and then they're like and now let's have a fucking palate cleanser three and a half hours later yeah you know what I mean no three and a half hours later more like five hours later yeah we we were there for three because we didn't do the the whole wine experience oh no we did I didn't do the wine experience my father did came up paralytic do you know what I mean 11, case, 11 courses, 11 different wines. You're going to have a really bad hangover the next fucking day. Yeah. I'm quite, like, stuck on the fact I, get I don't it. drink it's very, that much. Um, <laughs> it's very, t- like, the talent towards it is is. I just really like to understand. But the, it's just an acquired taste. Fuck, it's talented creating that shit. Don't get I'd rather wrong. go to a pub and have, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, banging roast or you know like a pie or something like that a little pie, bit more what pie with mash satiating yeah yeah like a like a steak and ale pie or a pepper steak pie you just want more food that's the thing like on like you know as i said like it just gives you irritable bowel syndrome going to fucking fine dining restaurants honestly like you just don't some people love that taste. I've got clients that love eating like Michelin star. Do you think it also stuff. becomes down to like what you're exposed to as a child growing up? Because but I, uh, well, there was only one fine dining restaurant in Harare, and I remember going you had a fine with, dining restaurant. Like I'm talking Michelin yeah. star. Yeah, I would say it was. was it no, no, no. It's not. You would say was well, it a how, Michelin how star? How am I meant to d- d- predetermine well, whether or not somewhere would have a Michelin star or not? Because like, no, most I, people know if it's it called a Michelin smears, star. It was foams. It was doesn't mean it's Michelin though. Well, for Harare, Zimbabwe, you know, two th- in the year two thousand, it's as fancy as it's gonna get. And well, I just remember my dad just being like, "This is an absolute waste of time and money," because I'm still hungry. And all I've done is like eaten ten grams of like. Yeah, but you know what? Also, is the fact that like. You never you you pay like well not necessarily in Cape Town if you if you ever if anyone ever goes <laughs> if you go to Cape Town because all we talk about is fucking Cape Town, um, there is uh, a fine dining restaurant. Well, there's a, is there a couple? There's, there's a couple. A few, do you know? Yeah. I think that place is closed down. That other one. Um, I think nice. COVID didn't do too well for a lot, a lot of these places. But there's one called La Colombe. Obviously, there's my uh, French accent, La Colombe. Um, bonjour, uh, ça va? It's, uh, uh, it is an exceptional... Um, uh, the location is incredible. The, the experience is great because it all comes out in this weird, like, steam and shit. Do you know what I mean? And, like, you're like, ooh, mystical. Does, um, sorry to interrupt you, is uh, Meredith still working there? Oh. Well, shout out to one of our... Yeah, South and Clark. Gang, um, gang. Yeah, I think so. I don't yeah, know. She anyway, was in the pastry section. No, yeah. Mark's changed around quite a few Did she? times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think with that, like, it's just like uniform. Like, you just got to do it uniform. They don't change the menu that often. 
So like once you've done it, it's probably actually quite boring as a chef, like when a menu doesn't change that frequently because you just got to do the same shit every oh, it's single day. Such a stressful job. It's a very stressful we, job. We've worked with a lot in yeah, Cape Town. We yeah. work with a lot of chefs actually. Yeah, that was one of the quirky things about running a gym in Cape Town. Lots of chefs. Yeah, because food is obviously food and is travel. Me- is mega and travel Cape there Town. Is, is mega. Compared to the price of what you, I mean, like in the UK, like you eat out, you eat at Nando's, you spent like a hundred quid on a packet of mixed nuts or something. You're like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? You mm. come out, you've had a peri tamer chicken wing and like some seasoned nuts, and Halloumi then you've spent salad. like a fucking hundred quid. But like, I don't really think that's necessarily worth. Well, I would actually prefer Nando's to a fine dining meal. But in South mm. Africa, I think. Lacalon works out for like an eleven course meal. I might be completely wrong here. No, you're right. I think it's about two thousand rand. To it maybe was like maybe if you have the wine, it's more. I think I it was know. about two thousand. Which is about a hundred pounds, and you get like eleven courses. It's very very fancy. You're yeah, there for hours. Fancy. Palate cleansers. Yeah. yeah, lots of foams and shit, mm. pieces of cheese that are like waxed in fucking some ancient yeah. squirrel or something. Like, it's, yeah, it's all very it's, fancy. It's legit. There's lots of steam rising. But I've eaten a Michelin star in the UK as well. And I think the only one that. Mm, I've been at Heston Blumenthal's place. He's a bit weird, though. He's a crazy yes. fuck. Quite loads of clients. I remember we had, it was quite the, the rage dinner, dinner. to go to his uh, dinner experience. Yeah, at dinner. Is it dinner the ho- the restaurant? At Mandarin Oriental in Knightsbridge. Yeah, but then he also did, didn't he do another place Fact outside up, of yeah. the, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, exactly. But, and also, I think, who else were you in? That's a, I really enjoy food. I think, like, being like, fuck, if food didn't contain calories, Jesus, we'd be having a whale of a time. Mm. In fact, I did have a whale of a time. I was a whale for a lot of my time. <laughs> like, literally, like. A whale of a time, literally. Um, what was your go-to when you were at your peak? Um, savage mode. Savage mode. Yeah. See, it's interesting, isn't it? Because like, I never was one to like guzzle in like, like fizzy drinks or anything like. You know what I mean? As yeah. Everyone's never... got their different uh, different preferences. Um, Dominoes, and I used to order enough for literally a, a family of six. And then when it arrived, I used to pretend there were other people around me and be like, Yeah, it's coming, the food's here. And it's like, Obviously, I'm just eating this myself because I was just like, Oh my god, the delivery driver's gonna think. What are we about? What are we, what are we eating? Um, it was always about size, pepperoni. No, I was pizza. always like, I'm a bit weird with pizza. Like, I would, I think one of my favorite toppings was something like chicken and sweet corn. Mm. Chicken, chicken sweet, sweet corn, corn onions mm, onions equal heartburn but worth it though yeah and then obviously garlic and herb dip mm. like fuck i would i literally still to this day bath myself in that just shit. drink it um in fact i was creating glass. something for soak up fyi new business if nobody knows it's not a new business it's the arrow club that's changing names but um i was doing a a, a date night guide which if you guys are listening to this, you'll soon be able to get access to download. But it was just kind of giving like very good swaps for sort of food choices if you wanted to like as a couple have date night, but not just fucking overdo it. And I was like working out like what like a meal for two at Domino's mm. was calories wise. And mm. I literally was like fucking hell. Like, oh, okay. Like that's the reason why you were morbidly obese, Georgia. Um, 
yeah, like fuck a meal for how two. You, you can easy, you, easily do like, like ten thousand calories. How did you used to order it? Do you just find them? Or no, bro, on the app. app. If you ever had the app, you watch what the pizza. Year, what fucking, year are like, we talking about? Years ago, fuck it's what? yeah, it was years ago. Uh, well over twelve, no, twelve years ago, ten. Domino's hasn't really changed though. It's just brought out a few things. They now got Nutella pizza rolls. Do you know what I mean, it's just something that I would. But remember, it was never. It was pizza, sides, chicken tenders, wedges, garlic and herb dip, diet coke. But never really like was one for fizzy drinks. As I said, like at least two things of cookies, Domino's cookies, like ice cream. Like yeah, I'm always surprised I even I had always, a digestive system. Uh, <laughs> I always am surprised by by people that can drink like four to five liters of diet coke a day. Yeah, that my cousin used to be like that. Yeah, in fact, it's I've had a client too. that drank so much diet coke they mine had to stop too. because it was like just becoming just really really bad. Put lips on the bottle and just go for it. You know, I've never been one. I think that sparkling water tastes like liquid paracetamol. I can't understand how people find it refreshing. I just, I... I like Diet Coke now, but I think that's come from a dieting point. I think Diet Coke is one of those things that when you're really hungry and you're on like a goal, you know what I mean? Like Mm. the last like few months, we've obviously been like nailing it hard. And like sometimes, Mm. especially when I'm like around my period, I just feel like, you know... A marshmallow or like a Kit Kat would do me well right now. I like, I'm like, right, I'll have a fucking Diet Coke. Here we go. And it's that whole thing. It's like, oh, this is so satisfying. Mm, you know it is mean? quite it's like satisfying. You're sucking though. on some kind of sweetener. Um, but I don't really, I wouldn't, a Diet Coke is nice with ice. And ideally on a beach somewhere, it's even better. Like a Diet Coke, ice, yeah. turquoise ocean. Sunbed, sun, sun. 27 degrees. 27, 32. Yeah. Oh no, it's too much. <laughs> Fuck, that's You're going to get wrinkly. <laughs> Fuck, I would take the wrinkles right now because I could fill them with Botox. Um, I would rather, well, actually, people would be like, sun damage is so bad for you. But like when you're in the UK, oh, and you sat, no, I'm currently sat really in my struggled. puffer jacket. <laughs> really struggling. You look out the window, this, it looks uh, like Hogwarts because there's like, you can't see anything, it's so foggy. Like, it's just, there's no I, comparison. I do quite like the fog though because it's. It could be like a horror movie. Oh, what do you want to do, Jeffrey Dahmer? Zombies. It could be like zombies. Yeah, you liked watching that program. What was it? Which one? The zombie program. Walking Dead. Yeah. God, so boring. It's just such the same thing. The first three seasons were unbelievable, and then it got weird. Really upset to find out that on Netflix they had a Ghislaine Maxwell documentary, only to realise it's just another half-assed effort of a documentary yeah. on Jeffrey Epstein and Maxwell. Yeah. Fuck! I just want somebody to go in and we to find yeah, out we, that we Bill want, Clinton really is. Yeah, we want the good stuff. <laughs> we want the good stuff, but nobody—it will never happen. It was all the bills, wasn't it? Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, oh, yeah, Bill Cosby—he was that's... also a fucking child. <gasps> You're onto something. No, because I like Bill Nye. That's one of my favourites. You never know. He might be Nye. No, don't say that. Bill by Bill. Nye. It is Bill Nye, isn't it? The actor. Oh, the, the guy Love from Actually. Pirates of... No, I take that back. He's a legend. Pirates of the Caribbean. Love Actually. Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Well, that's... Do you see Johnny Depp as... Um, not in the next He's coming one. back. He's, he's coming not... back. They said that he was not but coming he, back. He, they said he's coming back. Disney said they cut ties Please with Please Google it. No, I'm not going to, because it's another thing Here that we're we going to talk about, like Princess Diana's funeral. Well, I was right. No, you weren't right. I, was I mean, right. I 
am astounded that that many people were that interested in Michael Jackson. So many people, yeah. But, you know, the other day we listened to Heart... What is it? Heart Naughty? No. What is the thousands? The thousands. Two thousands. Two thousands. Millennium. I can't say the word. So you say millennium. Say I'm not going to say it. Say it. I can't say it. Say the word millennium. Uh, why are you in... Why? Millennium. millennium. <laughs> I still can't say it. I literally, since a child, have never been able to say it. Uh, millennium. Um, millennium. 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 Yeah, I still can't do, do it. Do you remember when the year 2000 came around and everyone thought the world was going to end? No, I probably wasn't old enough. Yeah. I remember your seven years, thing. my senior. The grey hairs are coming. I told Mark that he could come to my next Botox appointment. Just to get the forehead filled out. Yeah, and I showed him a photo of him just normal, and then I just like slightly lifted it with my hands, and the difference was absolutely astonishing. Once you start, you can't go back, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm literally like three years deep into it, and it's a problem. Really? <laughs> I literally... It's I not think, like, like something that you... you can just do once and then just... You, it's something that once you start, you have to commit yourself like, to... I know plenty of people that just will not talk about the fact that they've had work done because they've had so much done that it's almost embarrassing. Yeah, but like, like faces but I kind of think, like, and... this is reasons why I have Botox. Number one, I have worked long hours, and I think that didn't do well for my face no. young. Two, no. I lost a lot of weight. My face went weird for a period of time. Yeah. Three... Ear pollution. Oh, fucking London. I used to have, like, I'm yeah. very blessed with the fact that I've got good skin now. But Jesus, in London, I would literally have, like, yeah. mild acne all over my forehead. Um, your ear pollution is... Yeah, it was mega. It's disgusting. Like, you wipe your face after, like, an hour in a gym and it's, like, brown, like, dirt all over it. It's gross. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, I would say that also, because I train very hard and, like... I do train very hard. What does that got to do I with use that? facial expressions more. And oh, I also am on my face. laptop a lot. And I feel like I frown when I'm like talking or like I'm using my face too much. And I hate it because like mm. I'm going to age much quicker. So just a little bit. I, I don't have you, my whole forehead frozen. I think you're aging like a fine wine. I would actually say that I would, I'm would. i far better off now than I was 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm you're definitely, way better. You're definitely like, getting better. Oh, thanks, Mark. And you're going to join the club on getting better or are you going to get worse? I have been also been getting better. Oh, okay. You're meant to somebody to compliment that to you, not what? tell yourself that. Well. Well, after your Botox appointment, you'll be even better. You'll be like a fucking like you're born in the 2000s. Then I'll dye my hair and then I'll be, or maybe shave my beard off and then I'll. No, be don't you dare shave your beard off. Twenty-one again. Your mum would love it if you shaved your beard off. That's probably I know. It Mark just nearly bad. had a, a near shaved beard when we were in lockdown, um, and you tried to shave your own. Overconfident, try to fade the beard into the hair and never use a pair failed. of clippers in his whole fucking life. Failed. I swear, <laughs> like literally yeah, took bad. half the beard off, and you ended up with this like line. Oh no, it was <laughs> just so terrible. And then you shaved all your hair off, and literally, you did. I've got. No, I shaved my hair off. And with the full beard, it was okay. It looked okay. A little bit convicty. Yeah, but I don't bit. mind that because then I look like I look hard. Do you know what you say that? But you, Mark, just think, oh, I hate it that people like judge me for like what I look like and my size. And then he's like, oh, I want to look like a convict. Do you know what I mean? Like, no wonder. Do you know what I mean? If you get any more tattoos, yeah, I want to. You know, people to look at me and just think. 
That's, Fuck, yeah. he looks well hard. <laughs> like, and then I've never seen you in a fist fight, ever. In fact, you had boxing lessons and you didn't exactly take anybody down, did you? Oh, well, I did. <laughs> I did. In yeah, fact, should we message Do you want to play my video where my coach uh, said I beat a guy up black and blue? Oh, you're really proud of that, aren't you? Beating people up. Well, I've never seen it, boxing. though, in an actual thing. I'd love to see what, it. What, do you want like... me to just go around fighting people for no reason? Yeah, but sometimes you're like, oh, I'll drop them. I'm like that. Will you actually? Do you know what well, I mean? I never I've never to, seen you it. you get to that point. <laughs> well, so, like, <laughs> when have I ever been in a position? Well, then you're not position. very hard, do you know what I mean? Because you'd be going out looking for hard things to do. Hard you? things. Hard things. That sounds really bad. Now I'm thinking of erections and that's something. Oh, that's pretty good. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> of course, any time to talk about something sexual. about anybody else's erection. No, hits. No, I was just saying you're going out looking for something hard. It doesn't exactly sound great, does it? Well, there's nothing wrong with the hard, something hard. Anyway, <laughs> Mark's well hard, well hard. Not right now, just... <laughs> <laughs> that would be awkward. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking awkward. Anyway, this is just a nice chit-chat on the podcast, talking um, about absolutely fucking weird shit. Yeah, weird shit. Um, should we do that thing that Raymond uh, suggested? If you could, in hindsight, really <laughs> in hindsight, looking back at your professional career, oh, no, if you could change something, um, with hindsight, if would would you change the way you've conducted yourself, or in terms of business with regard? Or oh, okay, right. Well, number one, the question doesn't make any sense because you can't get it out. So what was it, what was it? Well, you haven't even let me finish my well, sentence. Well, because you went on and on and on, and that's not that's not a question. Would you, in hindsight, would you change anything about your professional career? Um, um, I guess, I guess to become a professional in something, you've obviously got to have quite a lot of experience, and I feel like sometimes. The best experience is obviously one learnt, do you know what I mean, throughout the years. But two, like, I'm real strong believe you just get better with like minor mistakes, do you know what I mean? And I think if in hindsight I wouldn't have worked around so many creepy gym owners, um, <laughs> that's fucking number one. Like, I would say I would have got into strength training much earlier than I would have. Yeah. Um, with clients. Um, I wouldn't have put up with so much shit that I got sometimes. Like, yeah. fuck, like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely one that can say that I'm a person that very much struggles to say no with, yeah. like, my job. I, it's one of the biggest learning things yeah, I've had to learn in this job because you're very, very... If you're in... I'm not saying so much, even actually with online, when we mm. transitioned all to online, it was still the same thing. Like you mm. feel like you're obliged to give something to people, even if they haven't fucking done anything or mm. like mm. you just feel bad. And people like some people to deal with in a customer service online job, like is they're fucking shit. Like, and we're not going to lie about that. Not, <laughs> this is like 10, I would say 
five percent do you know what i mean have been really like some people have been so rude to you some people send you emails where you're just like you can literally quite literally go fuck yourself and i sometimes (laughs) sometimes wish that i had actually said that rather than being like polite i know polite and being professional but sometimes we have been spoken like if we've if you've been, you might, you might be more aware of us over social media now, because especially if you've come with us from the Arrow Club, like we have never been like totally like at one with like showing all of our lives to people and mm. stuff like that. So when people don't necessarily know who they're 100% dealing with all the time, it was very mm. different when we were in London because this was face-to-face stuff. Yeah. But yeah. when it's online, people just think that they're talking to like somebody in a call center where they can speak to it. I'm really against that mm. as well because mm. people speak like, when, when I say thank you to people that are helping me, like from a serve, you know, something, mm. they're like almost astounded because they clearly get like so many abuse, rude yeah. fucking and abuse like on a day-to-day basis for mm. like no reason because people's patience is like minimal. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would say that from experience, I wouldn't change anything because I feel like my experience has been great. Mm. I don't, I think life experience of moving to South Africa, we moved, we moved for a reason of having a breather in a weird mm. way but opening up business would i i think we met some amazing people in fact we still got some of those clients yeah would i have opened up a gym in cape town probably not yeah. um would i have let a lot of people like literally control my life for many many years no i wouldn't mm. have i think mm. going back in hindsight my life was literally yeah. like just had a, I had a lot to deal with and I was very young as well. Mm. And I think like sometimes it's just a bit too, a bit, just a bit too much. And yeah, in, my, in hindsight, the biggest thing, and I still to this day don't think I can do it, is to tell someone to go fuck themselves. Because mm. sometimes I'm a firm believer you actually should be told that you're rude and you're an imbecile. Do you know what I mean? Like, not that it comes back on us. Mm. The biggest thing, just as a side note with our jobs, is that this has happened less and less, I guess, is we've matured into it. Yeah. But when somebody doesn't get a result due to their own poor level of application or willingness, mm. the first person they're going to go at is you. Mm. And that's what I'm so against. I'm like, get your shit together. Do you know what I mean? This is not our problem. This is your problem. And like, even if you've mm. literally helped somebody, like we've had it a few times. Do you know what I mean? Without all yeah, the thousands I... of people we've worked with, we should have had it a few times. Yeah, of course. But in, if I could change one thing, I would tell some people to go fuck themselves more because I just cannot say no. I'm like one of those people and I yeah. end up in situations where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why mm. am I in this? Yeah. What about you? Um, I would... I would have trained less clients and yeah. marketed myself more as a brand when mm, I had the opportunity. But you didn't fucking need to. I was, fo- yeah, but no, but I should oh, have yeah, capitalized later on, like, but at the start. on, yeah, like doing more, like there was a p- point in time where I was asked to write for pretty much every major uh magazine in the united kingdom and Mm. my own ego yes stopped me from doing that in the sense that they asked me to write a whole bunch of really dumb that's uh, so true i said no to so many things write us a you know (laughs) vogue magazine write us a piece on pre-toxing so like a detox before a detox and i was like 
wrote a whole piece on why that's such a dumb idea and they were like we can't use this because this is what's currently trending and you know if you're not gonna write and basically get on board with it then we're gonna use somebody else and i was like well this is just the dumbest topic but you ever. see it now though because like people that are like well-known yeah i influencers guess but I, in the fitness you know, world they like will only ever have a section i should have just like, sucked it up got on with it and then my brand as an individual or a business would have been that much greater because you would have just instead of trying to swim against the current swim with it you know what i mean and just so many obligations of you know do you want to do this work no i can't because i'm loyal to my clients and i'm always going to train i spend too much time in the gym and not going and talking at events going and doing corporate gigs going and doing writing for more magazines going and doing an actual Something that's going to... But in hindsight, like, you look back and if you type your name into Google, you're topless with fucking Spencer Matthews. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not exactly great when yeah, you've but got I, magazine articles on... which are like, burn fat in fucking four days. And it's like, just like, drink apple cider vinegar and do some star jumps. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, then that's you your name. Yeah, start with that and then potentially... Well, that's how Matt Roberts to, made it. Yeah, bigger and but better then... things. But because your name is in and around magazines and all those things, which meant a lot back in the day... You know, yeah, but listen, would... hear about what about if, for example, like I think of some of like the OG fitness people, like gym owners or like big branded gyms, like yeah. in say London. Like, so we're talking like the OGs, we're probably talking UP, we're talking Matt Roberts, yeah, um, some of the ones that you've worked for, which obviously then fucked over a load of people, like, um. I kind of look back and like what they've built, okay, it might be worth financially quite a lot of money. Maybe not so much now, actually. Mm, mm -hmm. But what they've built underneath them is fucking shoddy, like really shoddy. The standard of training, the experience level of like candidate, like we've had plenty of people who have trained at Matt Roberts and have done all of those like places and have been given some like shitty like personal trainer who doesn't give two flying fucks, puts them on the cross train and tells them they're fat. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's really shoddy. What you're saying is you kind of wish you were probably more front and present rather than being the person always behind, I guess, in a sense. But actually, your standard with clients has always been very, very high. And I think that's something that those are the people that you should always really give a fuck about is the yeah, client. Yeah, but I just you know feel I mean? like as a individual... Would your service have slipped if you'd started being yeah, some magazine Yeah, I would have had to have. Guru? That's the thing, whereas I would have had to have... I would have had to have scaled back and not done as many PT sessions and actually put myself out there and done more social media branding. Like, like big statement. I used to get given loads of clothes. Now, I used babe, to get is, given uh, really loads of shit for free because I used to train all, all those people and I never capitalized on that. But why do you, do you need to capitalize on it? Because because being how honest you with you, half brand. those people were just fucking whiny. Do you know what I mean? Like no, I appreciate that, but I should but, have leveraged that more to. Yeah, well, you could have utilized it to potentially like. Like we were very lucky that mm. a lot of our clients were like, "Oh, we want to invest in you. Fuck, like let's invest in shit. Let's do this. Let's do that." But. I think in hindsight, we always had the client as the first and foremost in our brain. Yeah, and that was no. our job. And actually, yeah. you know, we say this now, like we deal with 
more people now than we ever have done because you know when you're a face-to-face trainer normally on average we'd have clients training us minimum twice a week but on average three or four times a week there's only a certain amount of hours in a day a trainer mm. can train if somebody's training you know on average four to five times a week mm. you're spending you're like very close with your clients like you know the ones that train mm. Mm. you don't there's so many opportunities. I went to like so many events for like sportswear things and oh my God, can we give you a fucking discount code? Oh my God, can you wear this? Can you do this? Can you do that? Yeah, but because that's what I'm all saying. All they wanted was my clients. Yeah, but uh, but that's what I'm trying to get at as well as it's, we spent a lot of the time was very, very client focused, but that doesn't always get you and not to say that's a good or a bad thing but sometimes to scale that doesn't, something maybe not doesn't get you far in business and business terms when you put a hundred percent into your client and you're not able to to do anything outside of just coaching people in the gym um yeah but I'm also going to make a large statement. You're just not that type of person. Yeah. Like, literally, no, like, again, you just, see. like, you going on camera is something that is, you just never done it. Like, you yeah, are. Yeah, but in hindsight, like, if your I clients could were always that. in front of cameras because they were either, like, well known or they were in front of cameras, like, the whole time. Like, it, it's almost like it's a bit. Why is it that now, these days, that we wish we were more present? Like, I still have, like, 20 fucking 8,000 followers on my own Instagram. I couldn't want them less. Like, I know this sounds really rude, but like there's this expectation when you have following or where you become... And actually it's clear that I don't really like showing my life. Do you know what mm. I mean? I really don't like like having to do certain elements of it. Like, and I think that's where we've been forced yeah, but to I believe feel like is better. If, if, if I was able to have scaled at that, uh, you know, at that given point in time, then... Well, you might have opened up a franchise, loads of gyms, and you might have had a name on something somewhere. But, like, was there going to be longevity to something that's still no, like... I guess you never really know, do you? That's all The, the thing is, like, just because they use you, do you know what I mean? Like, fuck, like, hi, can you write for this? Or, hi, would you like to have a phone call on this? Or, hi, like, you know, There's all of... so much It's stuff changed so on. much now. Like, it's changed a lot because, and like, I you've got to be, like... I, there was so much stuff that I said no to because I was an egotistical little prick. Yeah, but I was asked to do, like, best herbal supplements for the de-bloating. I'm not going to fucking yeah, tell so you that. Dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like... I, I literally, like, what what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? I had clients that used to, like, go and take them to, like, salt retreats and just drink salt water for, like, six days. I remember and then, like, writing an entire case study for women's health and basically they were like, this is not fatty enough. Yeah, that's the problem. They just want you to write fads. Like, every, every good, every person you see in magazines now that is a fitness professional talking normally doesn't have that many brain cells on actual training. Either they're doing it for publicity and they've got an agent and they're like, right, you need to be in front of people more because you are the influencer. Or it's just like, here's some box jumps and my fucking favourite sports bra. Do you know what I mean? It's like, wow, like, is this really what we're at? Like, you could. Something like women's health could have a different fucking cover for once in their whole bloody life. Oh, wait, it's the same people all the time. And second of all, they could actually write something that's half decent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At the moment, like in the past couple of years, women's health is unfortunately, it's not, it's just not what 
I no. think should be representing female health, like in any way, shape, or form. I don't think it form. does, though, because of the. But uh, it does, unfortunately. The, uh, the, it the does. overall reach of that magazine, in particular, has declined and does continue to decline on, have, a, on an annual basis. There's like, if when you look at the statistics, there's like. Yeah, but remember digital print? It went from being like. It went from being like a hard copy to digital print to being online. Like now you can't really, you can only track metrics via like them going on and reading a blog post. Like how many people actually buy a magazine? Like I love magazines, but how much do I actually buy them? I don't. No, Like, no. you know, so unless somebody's going to get you a subscription for that Christmas, God hope they don't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, ba- and basing your entire business model of influencers is, is not a good idea. No, I really just, and um, also, this is another thing, side note, is the fact that like so many people that used to represent those brands who still do have changed completely as a person, which is not a bad thing, but what they promoted before and what they promote now are two different stories. I just can't get amongst like changing your tune that much. Yeah, but that's, that, that's what frustrates me, is having known that if I had taken advantage of... Because those pe- some of those people have become so successful... No, in mm. in in one given right, but have limited understanding and limited care in actually wanting to. I don't do think that they're job. as successful as what well, social media makes them yeah, out to okay. be. Well, like, you take it with a pinch of salt. Then, I think everybody since COVID is seeing a decline in just everything. Do you know what I mean? And just like the fact that like not many people are. I I don't. I would say that, like, I would. Yeah, but if you were to ask ten people who are the thought leaders or P or, or the biggest in the industry when it comes to X, Y, and Z, and then it's it would all be different. Yeah, depends on the age range. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I like, what my mum would say would be very different to what like my best friend would say, or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, because of age range, like, yeah. I d- I don't know. Like, I don't think I might be wrong, but. If you're like 50 plus years old, are you looking at like a 20 year old and going like, wow? I have no idea. I don't know. Because that's the world we live in. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Not to say it's a bad thing, but I just think that the the, the way that people have presented themselves in those kind of publications is not something that I would go, it would go unnoticed to me. Yeah, but like you can't sell yourself on being like super fucking lean and whatever which is abnormal to most people selling yeah. selling books on it being fucking lean and being this and eat that when there's no scientific backup towards it then completely changing your tune and then empowering people's bodies like please don't like it's too I get people change like I've changed a lot throughout my years but my mm. mindset on what I've done with my clients has still always been the fact that I'm not going to fuck your life up do you know what I mean yeah. and so many people have put out these images which mm. is like oh my god this is the ultimate i am the ultimate you need to be like me mm. little did you know you're on fucking anavar kalembuterol all of the things that make you just so fucking lean as steroids mm. as a woman and then you're and then suddenly 5 years later which is obviously means you've yo-yoed not to say it's a bad thing you probably mm. look far better now than you did when you were super lean yeah, but now sure. you're selling a different story and that's when i've got a problem with it because i'm like you put out two things one that you need to be like this and now you've got to be something else like that's not truthful you know what i mean i don't think and and always referencing back to it with you know subconsciously by consistently posting about the the, the fact that you used to look a certain way you know if you were so unhappy about it you were so unhappy about it you would just not constantly bring it up 
I think also it's that thing that we don't really, why are we so obsessed with also just like bodies and the way that we used to look or how we look now? Like the end of the day, it's always going to be a weird fascination I know with people. But I think like selling yourself on a body and then just telling everybody that was the wrong and you were manically depressed then, but yet you made yeah, so much money you made, off of people. You made... If you looked into a lot of influencers, you and actually just did a little bit of fucking pre-assess before you start thinking about their life or how they live... And remember what they potentially used to post four years ago. Mm. I can assure you, majority of it is the complete opposite. Well, it all I built, see it literally A lot daily. of people built their, their fame with using their own before and afters from when they were f- relatively overweight or holding ch- child, teenager, puppy fat to being super shredded. And then that's how they got their meteoric rise selling guidebooks and books and all this other shit, which got them the hundreds of thousands of followers. And then all of a sudden people can't can't sustain it. And then it's, oh no, I was really unhappy. And also I've got a massive problem. On the come up, were you using the before and after showing everybody that you're super shredded and look how much progress I made to... Suddenly that was really, really unhealthy yeah. and this was like manically And do you know what, one of the other things, complete utter the sidetrack, when I was on site doing a woman's health cover, it was the fact that they were editing the photos before it even fucking happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Bang, take the photo, edit it. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, do you know what? It's not like this chick hasn't trained three, four times a week for 16 weeks being in a calorie deficit like i put my heart and soul into the periodization this chick has actually put the work in and got lean has visible abs blah 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 got so strong and before it's even a question of should it or should it not be edited it's edited yeah but i get it like <sighs> and then you want to talk about empowering women yet you're editing and filtering the covers no, I get that. And it's the same with the fact that they've massively, like they went from promoting leanness to then promoting people, which as somebody that has been morbidly obese on the level of being a pre-diabetic and have literally nearly fucking killed myself due to it, yeah. I think I have the right to say that like promoting people who are overweight and very visibly over, like on magazines and exp- expecting it to be relatable to people is not the right way to market like mm. it's just not it's like two polar opposites at what point do you want this and this there's always been memes about this like with like women's magazines like you've got like page three do you know what i mean how to lose 10 pounds page five a cake recipe page six love yourself yeah. page fucking eight your shit like this is how to overcome do you know what i mean yeah. like it's like all a load of faff but people do read into it because these these names have had like I guess years and years and years of cementing the fact that that's what women's like. I think men is exactly the same though. Oh yeah, like, of fuck, course. Like, it's just it's just varying into like testosterone levels and getting. Rev- it's like bodybuilding magazines are exactly the same. But also like GQ, Men's Health, yeah. like they're all exactly yeah. the same. It's like here's how to do a bent over barbell row for the four hundredth yeah. time. But this time we're just going to choose a different man with his top off to show you. Yeah. Like you know, it's literally the same shit. Yeah. But it just, I do think that like maybe. Like, magazines obviously have still got their place, but probably more online than they do as, Mm. like, hard copies. But I just think that it's about fucking time, do you know what I mean? Can we have Mm. some, like, good articles in magazines? Like, maybe that would actually make people read them more. 
Like nobody wants to buy your magazine when you've told them that like apple cider vinegar is good and then suddenly know it's bad for you and then oh my god your gut health is going to explode and oh let me just get an expert to advise you on your gut health and oh my god actually from further research it seems that gut health isn't the you know what I mean yeah. it's just like so contradictory it's almost just like I can't believe they can even publish it's this so, yeah, it's so but trashy. in hindsight I would say. I know you're always like, oh, you know, I wish I'd taken up more opportunity on things. I think Mm. everything happens for a reason. And I'm kind of happy that I didn't take up so much because my image probably would have been quite damaged early Mm. on. If I, if like, just look back, if you look back at like what some people have written about, if someone typed your name in, they're like, oh, I wonder how like well-known this guy is. Well, he owns gyms. And you saw just a load of articles that were just pile of dog shit written in 2014. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You'd probably be like, oh my God, can that be deleted? Just like when you upload something on Instagram 12 <laughs> years ago. Delete, do you know what I mean? No, I appreciate that. Nobody wants a sepia filter on something, you no, know? I it's appreciate like, that. It's just, it's just things change. And I think, yeah, okay, now exposure is something which... I guess is like you've got to work hard at growing like Mm. you know we've gone past the phase of like fucking shooting up and being well known online it's like you're these people are just well known now do you know Mm. what I mean like it's just Mm. the way it is it's been like this for years like the OGs you know it's probably not going to change but do I see like many people more people like shooting up to like influence level no no if anything I see it going down yeah (laughs) um but I you know I guess online like getting known and getting is very different to face to face yeah i just think that there were and i should have just thought the long game out you know what i mean and being like i can do certain things that will put my name and brand out there you didn't even have a fucking brand mark you didn't even know how to put draw a pencil yeah but it would have forced me to do so if, (laughs) uh, if i was you know yeah but there was also reasons why you carry on training your clients because you're also training a client and years and years of training clients and bringing on new clients or doing all of that is way more experience than writing some shite article on like a star jump like when you go with suggestions to magazines it's just not sellable so it's just like well actually no no and i used to say i used to be i should have just I don't think I, I think bullshit. you can always look back and go like oh no, I wish course, I'd done that I wish just... I'd done that but like would you have been in any better position you just don't know life takes you in weird ways for a reason you know. do you know what I mean like like why would should have got mean? an agency oh no should have done the what whole what the fuck so you could ri- be like Mark book, Garlick with your written top a book off. yeah top off written a book I'd rather write a book now about my experiences be a New York New York Times bestseller like everybody or an Amazon I'm number one in Amazon yeah because you just made all your influence fucking yeah. buy it and then it shot up so I can put down. that in my bio I could have had that in my bio Mark Arlick professional, professional celebrity personal trainer yeah. two time bestseller for fucking insert you know whatever whatever <laughs> most people put in when they sell books yep what so else? you want to be a celebrity? I could have. I could have. Um, no, that's a sad little life. I could have live. been the next Joe X. I could have raised money for charity. You didn't have a personality mark like that. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Were you throwing midget trees into a microwave? Do you know what I mean? No. You didn't even know what a midget tree was when you fucking moved to the UK. You didn't have tender stem in bloody like Yeah, exactly. No, I didn't have tender stem. And tender stem's the best. Like... You didn't have a phone. You, your clients bought you your first iPhone because they just were so horrified that you were sat there with like a Nokia typing phone. Like, 
Let's just bring you back circa fucking 2000 and I need a G in my life, babe. You could have just brought me, brought me up again, brought me up a notch. But, well, I was like seven when you were like fucking <laughs> doing this, do you know what I mean? <laughs> At what point was that okay? Like, just like Balenciaga's oh new campaign. Um, oh <laughs> fucking BDSM. Yeah, I should bad. have just uh, taken the advice of my client, Avril, from day one. She just laid it out. She was a business strategist that helped a company scale. I feel like to... you, really, you sound really sad. Do you know what I mean? But like you forget that no, honestly, Mark never every... uses. If you actually follow either of us <laughs> on Instagram, and the same with us, Mark oh. is like a dad's Instagram. There is no other way to describe it. He will select the worst photo. Won't even think about the lighting of it. Do you know what I mean? It will just go up. Mark used to upload photos of like client food, a packet of almonds. Do you know what I mean? That was the photo. Client on track. What the fuck? Twelve almonds. Yeah, but really? maybe if I, maybe if I'd taken an agency offer, I would have had a social media team. Can I just be honest? <laughs> with you? I built my own social media from just. Being yeah, but not normal. everybody's as talented and visual. I don't use it, Mark. It's not talented and visual. Yeah, but you are good at social media and. I branding. hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, you hate. Social media is like my worst thing, but I still do it. Um, not because no. I don't like just helping but just because i just don't like the expectation i never have anywhere that's for another day of a rant yeah that's another day um, of uh, but no i don't think i would change much i think you can always look back i think and in go, hindsight like, oh, it, it would have brought a whole bunch of new challenges and and you had enough challenges going on how could you have my and also just remember and you know what, what I would earns you the most amount of fucking money clients paying you do you longer. know what i mean not Wonga. Yeah, you get paid a lot of money, Mark. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Then, then just, to say oh, that sorry, I've got these... to write an article on gut health. Do you know what I mean? So I can't train you. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're training somebody that's in the fucking crown or you're training somebody. Do you, is that not better PR? The fact that you didn't even need but to I didn't ask PR for that. that you didn't PR it. You got fucking asked to train. You didn't even. There's they so many celebrities that I didn't even document that I even. But my point know. is, is. They, you didn't get agents constantly going, oh, can you trade but my client for But there's some people, there's some... Oh, sorry. Because Mark's being miserable about it. <laughs> people came to Mark to train with him. They paid him, do you know what I mean? He wasn't just like this whole thing of like, hey, bro, like, can I train you? Because you've got like 10 fucking Instagram for it. He had people come to him. Celebrities come to him and say, I want you to train me. You know what I mean? That's big enough PR in its own fucking right. Yeah, but not so if nobody type knows Mark about it. into Google, you'll see him topless. But Spencer. nobody will know. Nobody knows about it because it's not been. But but why do you need to be topless with Spencer? Matthews? No, I don't need to be topless with Spencer. But there were some very famous instant... people. But also there was confidentiality. It's the same with mine. Yeah. These people are paying you. It's not about just plastering their life and their fucking. Yeah, but I still see there's one guy. Maybe it's just the the like he's still waxing the same. He trained Hugh Jackman like fucking. Nine 17 years, years ago, ago. <laughs> and it's still the same photo yeah and guess what he's still running his business do you know yeah, what I mean? and the thing is though it's not necessarily about that i think it just we've always been very true to ourselves on like if we are training a client there and then and we share that result it's because mm. it's a client there and then like bringing back circa fucking 2006 clients yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not 2006 it was very frequent it was very recent but like yeah, it's you know it's very, you know what I mean sometimes it doesn't feel if you're not training them there and then or you're not in the same yeah. it doesn't feel right just yeah. fucking plastering sure. plus if a client's paying you 
there's a level of confidentiality, do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. the main thing. Like, yeah. you don't overstep the limits with people. I know, there's a lot care. of... I'd, like, I w- like, I wouldn't change anything. And um, <laughs> There we go, Mark's reverting. I'm just saying, it, it was in hindsight, but everything happens for a reason. And, and with that note, like you said, um, we've got experience, actually, in the trenches, in the, on the gym floor with clients. And that trenches, is... In beautiful private studio in London. No, figuratively. You've not been in a fucking trench, do you know what I mean? You've never I've, been... No, a, I've never been in a trench. Behaving like you in the military, do you know what I mean? Fuck. Maybe you should have been. Yeah, well, there was... Because you're well there was, there was a couple <laughs> of us that wanted to apply for... Okay, nobody The cares. British military... What, Bryn Jones, Bryn Jones, no, British military, Georgia, British military, because we're in the Commonwealth, we were in the Commonwealth not at anymore, that time. Not anymore, you fucking not. Yeah, <laughs> Bryn Jones, Actually, it's African. he got said no, because he was too ADHD. I'm about to say something there. Kevin yeah. Morgan, he wasn't allowed in because he had weird blood. And <laughs> Why were you? I didn't apply because, <laughs> yeah, I was just... They they looked at they were just like fuck his guys too, too much hard. too much like he's, he's gonna fucking bulldoze any kind of so should we send him to the SA? I'd love to see no you way. run with a fucking rucksack I on your back. You would make die. it four meters and then die. Do you know what I mean? In a desert, I think one of us I should do it on SAS. To, who does win? Yeah, I do think you should do it because I think you would be very entertaining on reality TV when somebody's screaming in your face. Yeah, I'd love that. Maybe I should do it. I think you should. I'll apply. I'll apply now. Channel4.com forward slash SS. Yeah, I who think does you wins applications and then should. get kicked out on the first round and be miserable. I'd be that. so disappointed if you did. <sighs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you'd I'd be so to, disappointed. You'd have to, last is not something Bruv, we should I've always encourage. said, when, if I was to ever do that, I wouldn't be going on to be pathetic. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, what I'm trying to say is, we... we there was one trainer that did it. She was like, oh, I'm a crossfitter. Oh, I can do it. And then they are made to hold like something above she her head and she failed. Out. She actually got kicked out for yeah. being... They were like, we, we choose for you to leave. Because it's your week. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I could never be like that. If I'm going on to Especially be Especially like, in the overhead press. She struggled. Which was like, out of all the things If you're an Olympic you lifter or crossfitter, if you can't do an overhead press and hold it, do you know yeah, what I mean? You've like, got to reassess yourself. But I would go in and I would have trained for that. But anyway, for another lose, day. I would need to lose 30 kgs. Yeah, which is obviously not going to happen because you like Biscoff spread. Um, anyway. <laughs> I ate Biscoff spread with a... With, with a, a stale, stale bagel. bagel whilst Georgia was away. Stale. Because I knew... Didn't even toast it. I knew that if I was to eat it in front of her, she would say, no way, throw that in the bin. <laughs> so I took it out. I cut it in half. It took me about 20 minutes. <laughs> and now... And, and then I had it. heartburn for three hours afterwards I whilst I moaned at my wife that I'd eaten too much <sighs> chocolate. I did have heartburn. Anyway, for another day of rambles. Speak soon all. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.